Please listen carefully. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hypothetical Siblings podcast. My name is Nick. <laughs> My name is Lainey. Uh, we're a little bit... We, we had a good start. We had two good starts. Mm-hmm. And then audio foibles have resulted in a not-so-triumphant return. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I, I actually think our first one was like grade A material. And, uh, and, uh, That's all we put out is the highest quality. Literally the highest, you know, we could do. And uh, technology was just not having it. Robots hate us. True. Um, but anyway, we have been gone for a while. Uh, almost two years a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about it previously. Um, there's not really a reason that we were gone. Uh, besides the fact that we just stopped. Yeah, both of us just didn't talk about it one week. Like, we just stopped, yeah. both of us, at the same time. It was one of those where, like, it just didn't get brought up, and then we didn't do it. And I think we both assumed that the other person just didn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't. Uh-huh. And then we didn't do it for... Uh, two years. Two years. <laughs> and then we said, why don't we do the podcast anymore? That's a fun thing for us to do. Yeah, and some people in our lives were like, why don't you do the podcast anymore? That's f- funny. That's a good time. <laughs> Funny. Funny. It's a good time. It's a good time, bro. It is a good time. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the most consistent I've ever been with anything in my life doing something for 28 weeks. Well, 29 weeks because we had that one week skip where we upgraded our audio quality. True. Uh, which, unfortunately, is like 21 episodes in. Yeah, I didn't realize it was so late. In. I thought that we got that figured out way sooner. Well, I think what it was is that we didn't realize how bad it was to how could how good it could be Literally. how easily, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um and then we just went and, and did it. And I'm kind of surprised that that didn't reinvigorate us in terms of wanting to do it, uh, of having that higher fidelity. But whatever. We're mm-hmm. here now. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. Uh the Germans will be happy that we have returned. Yes, our German audience. I want you to know <laughs> that I have made a German friend. Oh, you did make... I met the German friend. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I really enjoy her company. What if... Let's talk conspiracy theory here oh my for a God. minute. What if she is only your friend because she, like, discovered you on the podcast and then came mm-hmm. and sought you out? You know, I would believe that, except that's not who she is. Well, that's what she wants you to think. Well, she's a great actor if that's what's actually happening. Well done, German friend. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Lainey. Yes. What have you been up to for two years? (laughs) I've stepped... Wow. You've stepped... I've failed at speaking for a good portion of it. Yeah, but that's that's what's beautiful about this podcast is that we're Mm -hmm. terrible at speaking. True. Yeah, we're not trained speakers, but is anyone... I mean, mom has a communications degree. Maybe like a politician. Ooh. A comedian. Ooh. A radio show host, a podcaster. I am good with a radio show. Yeah, you want the shock jock. We've talked about We've talked about the shock jock. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I have been, so I had the, I have the same job. So I've been at that job for two years. Damn. Yeah. I guess I have the same job too. 
Mm-hmm. But like I was listening to our old episodes and we were talking about me getting that job. Yeah. And I still have that job. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is crazy. I uh, have been doing college and succeeding, which is nice. Good do college. Yes. Um, I have moved out, moved home, moved places. I've moved so much. Did you move out, home, out, places, and then home again? Uh, or is that too many out and homes? No, I, I think yeah. it was out, place, and then home. Only three. Uh, yeah, if you don't count the dorms. Yeah, the dorms count for like a half. Yeah. The dorms are mm-hmm. like a live on your own, but not really, because there's a person that's mm-hmm. still responsible for like making sure you're not dead. Yeah. The dorms are so fun. <laughs> not even going to lie. Um, I had a great it is time. an apartment complex full of freshly released captive animals <laughs> yes. um, and so while i recognize its beauty as a place where literally anything is possible um i also kind of hate it yeah because I respect i'm that. an old man and always have been and so at 18 years old yeah i'm up at one in the morning because i'm 18 and you know i'm addicted to my phone but also shut the fuck up mm. like i don't want to be up at two in the morning and have it be loud. I want to be yeah. up at two in the morning and have it be silent. Yeah. Um, we had pretty good like upstairs neighbors, so that wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I just loved the the spontaneity of it all. Like you open your door to go to class in the morning and there's bagels on the ground and you and you don't know why. But Is but this they're a real, there. You just open the bagels on the floor? Yeah. And not like somebody had left a bagel package. I am talking like naked about. bagels like somebody threw on the ground or dropped or something and left there. And there was, that is beauty. There was an event yeah. that, <laughs> that happened involving bagels. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So. It's like John Mulaney talks about uh, when you see an abandoned wheelchair. wheelchair. Uh-huh. And he's like, you, you hope, hope it, it was, was a miracle. miracle. Yeah. But it probably wasn't. <laughs> So, so you in two years, you have done school and have the same job. Yeah, that is so boring. <laughs> I don't know. It's I mean, it's the same thing for me, right? I took mm-hmm. a year off of school. Mm-hmm. I stopped school. You have at least stayed consistent with that. Yeah, I took one semester off, but... I went and did the uh, unnamed sports retailer job full-time. Uh, I ran a whole fishing department. Well, that's not explicitly true. I co-managed a whole fishing department. Mm-hmm. Um and got to see what it was like. And this sounds really weird because like I feel immature saying it, but I got to see what it's like to have like a full-time adult job, yeah. you know? Because we've only worked, I mean, we're young enough that part-time. we've only worked part-time jobs because mm-hmm. we've always been in school or had other stuff going on. Uh, and so it's a very strange thing to get used to going to the same building to work a job as not really a career, but like a, a test of a career, mm-hmm. you know? Um and kind of see what that side of life uh, is like. Now, I don't think it's a good representation of what most folks do because it's a right. it's not a nine to five. I mean, it kind of is, but it's the schedule is so much more flexible because it is retail. Right, and and so many younger kids do work there. Right, and so you're still interacting with people that are so much younger than you, uh, which I think is kind of a like, what's the word I want to use? It's like a, a cloak for the vortex right like it makes you feel like you're not um in a very mature position yeah. because so many of your coworkers are still 18 yeah. or yeah. younger in some instances yeah. right yeah um but it's a good job i definitely like it i just switched back to part-time 
three weeks ago, four weeks ago, something like that. Um, yo, part-time work fucking rocks. Oh, yeah? You know? Well, you're so used to being responsible for so many things at this place. And now I just get to walk in there and just sell things and not have to worry about, uh, you know, ordering product and where it is on the floor and is my customer presentation good and, you know, all these external factors where now I'm like, you know, people are like, hey, I want this knife. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to go get that knife for you. And that's the end of it. And then if some if it's not in the right place, I'll be like, all right, here's the display. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, see, my job part-time kind of, I prefer to be full-time because mm. you get in such a flow when you're in full-time. Like you are, or at least for me, I'm killing it. Like, I'm in such a good place. I know where everything is. Mm-hmm. I know what to do. I know, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when I get reduced so much during school, I st- still love it. But, you know, I, f- I just don't feel as on top of it anymore. And so somebody's like, hey, yeah. where's this? I oh, don't no. know. That's, that was immediate is people would ask me where things were in the fishing department because they had come to rely on me for that information. And within a week, a week and a half... I very quickly did not know where things were. Yep. I mean, I still knew mostly where they were, but I used to be able to walk up to a peg in an aisle and be like, this is the item that you were looking for. Mm-hmm. And very quickly, that was not the case. Yep. So, um, big changes, but not really changes. They're more like reversions. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, you were doing school when we started this, and, and you stopped, and then you <laughs> are in school again. I, I got the year confused with my age, because they're so close, mm. and I thought for a moment that we had done this four years ago, and I was in school, <laughs> and now was still in school. Uh, mm. No, that's not the case. That Don't be wrong. not true. I should be out of school, <laughs> according to the university system. Uh, but it's one of those things where I've really had to come to terms with working at my own pace. Yep. Um, there was a lot of pressure put on me by no one other than myself to come back and take a full load the first semester. And I think that I would have been crushed. And being three weeks into school now, I can tell you that I would have been crushed and mm-hmm. freaked out and bailed immediately. Yep. Um, and so it's one of those where going back and only taking a couple of classes, you know, being a part-time student and a part-time employee. Like, that's an okay thing to do. Yep. Um, One of my buddies I was talking to, and he's, you know, he is a teacher, and so I think he was kind of doing the pedant thing where he's, hey, how you doing, bud? (laughs) You know, everything okay at Uh home type beat. Um, But he was kind of reassuring me. He's like, dude, we're at the point in our lives now where, why not just work part-time for like three years and finish school and take that time to do so? Now, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that because I don't want to be in school until I'm 27. Right, right? yeah. Um, but at the same time, I appreciate that notion that there are people out there that feel that that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a pretty common feeling that people either you know, feel it's okay or at the very least don't give a shit. And the people who do care are not people that I care to listen to. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, will be in school till I'm 27 yeah. because the goal is vet school and that's four years on top of my undergrad. So uh, I will be in school forever. But say la vie, as I've said already tonight, because yeah. that's just how it is. And I don't mind because I'm passionate about it. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, it's good to be passionate about work. Uh, and that's, that's something that I've realized, especially working full time for a year, is that 
there is a lot of bullshit people will put up with if it if they get to be excited about what they do. Yep, absolutely. Um, and in my instance, that's not necessarily like no one's excited about retail. You know, <laughs> yeah. no one wakes up and is like, God, I want to go fucking stock some shelves. Like, <laughs> um, but being passionate about the things that you do sell. So I love mm-hmm. to fish and hunt and shoot and do all of these things. I should not bang on the table. I'm having to relearn like podcast etiquette. Podcast rules. Um, Dems the rules. But I think that, you know, the the bullshit parts of the job are kind of covered up by that you're around all of the things that you like to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, like I feel like it'd be very similar if I worked at something like a Best Buy or something like that because I am so techie as well. Yep. yep. Um, but you working around and with animals all day right the dream um even if that means sometimes being covered in a litany of bodily fluids Mm -hmm. at any given moment and you know what it's not even that bad well and here's the thing like it's not the normal ones like people get blood on them people Mm -hmm. get you know sometimes i don't care about blood i don't care about pee and i don't care about spit well, yeah, spit, it's like whatever, you just wipe yeah, it unless, off. Yeah, yeah. But like, and, and it's not just, because you don't go, and this is going to get really gross, sorry all of you that are squeamish, <laughs> but like, it's not just poop. Because mm-hmm. like a, a a dog poop, like a solid dog poop, you're like, eh, right. whatever. Solid, you know, yeah. Pick it up with your Target grocery bag that you brought along on the walk or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It is the like fire hose diarrhea. Cat diarrhea is so, and maybe it's just because we don't have cats. We've not grown up around cats. What a triumphant return to the podcast (laughs) that we only make it 13 minutes in and it's like, yo, cat Cat diarrhea. diarrhea. (laughs) Bro, cat diarrhea? Damn. Jesus. Nature, you scary. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But then it's like the insides of the animal too that you have to deal with. We have, so like when animals get obstructed. Yeah, so they swallow things in. they're not supposed to and they get blockages. A bunch yeah. of like fluid fills up their stomach yeah. and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. That smells foul. Yeah, the body relies on running consistently and when it is prevented from running consistently, mm-hmm. the, bad, the bad happens. The ba- so much bad happens. Yeah. So much. But um, outside of being gross, I don't even know. How did we just get onto that? Oh, talking about doing what you love, even if it means being mm-hmm. covered in bodily fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because, you know. Because that's, yeah. Um, I think what I'm seeing, I thought your lamp was changing colors, but I think it's the like other lights in the room mm-hmm. that are going from very cool light against the warm lamp to then going to very warm light because it's going through the rainbow. Totally. And so I keep thinking the lamp is like blinking because it's out of the corner of my eye. Oh. It's very distracting, very disconcerting. I want you all to know that we are in cozy place. Yeah. So we started the podcast in the Sog House, which is not a cozy place. In fact, no. that's maybe the worst place. Yeah. We had a fun time. Don't get me wrong. But there's only so long you can spend in the Sog House before it gets too much. Correct. And then there was the, was it Podloft and then Void? Podloft and then Void. And then Void. And then I think it ended in void. Ended in void. And now we are, well, we actually recorded in this same place we when did. it was not this same place, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is nice and vague, which is how I'd, I'd like to keep it for yeah. the listener. Yeah. Um, but it is a much cozier place now than it was when we recorded here previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a much. I've made this house into a home. She's a nester. She's <laughs> nesting. I told Nick earlier, I'm a maximalist. You know, minimalist? Nah. 
Give me all the trinkets. A the box trinkets. for my trinkets. The tchotchkes. The tchotchkes. Isn't there, the knickknacks. The knickknacks. Yes, mm-hmm. there was another knick-knack word. Knickknack That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, that has your name. I can't believe you didn't remember it. Well, it's knick, not nick. You know? uh, but you don't say it that way. Yeah, we should. Knickknacks. <laughs> knickknacks. That's much more fun. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, Objectively. So in in preparation for coming back to the podcast, do you have anything else that you would like to talk about in regard to your two years that you were not here? Nope. Because it really feels like I should have more to talk about in the Mm -hmm. past two years. Um, But without bringing up like, I don't know, like friends, personal relationships, like I I don't really want to sit here and talk about that, not because I wouldn't be comfortable sharing it. But I kind of feel like who gives a shit? Literally who gives a shit? I mean, don't, yeah, like... I've, uh, there are people that listen to this podcast and I know listen to this podcast that do care about me and my personal mm-hmm. relationships. Uh, that is not the majority of them. Well, and also those people probably talk to you about it <laughs> anyway. That's true. They know what's going on yeah, already. Yeah, that's true. Uh, or at least hear it through the the family grapevine. Yep, true. Uh, which sometimes people come... Yeah, Have you had like the family member that's not nuclear or is even like post-nuclear? That comes at you with some shit. You're like, I didn't say that to anyone except for one person. And now all of you know about it. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, You think you can trust mom and you can trust mom with like, (laughs) (laughs) you can can trust mom. Lady lights mom up on the podcast for nothing. (laughs) You can trust her with the sensitive stuff. But if it's like mildly, you know, it's, it's... some tea, you know, you tell mm-hmm. mom just a little bit of tea, nothing, yeah. nothing incriminating. Boy, the family will know. Oh, yeah. Oh, At yeah. least her, her family, well, her side. You know, back to the work thing. That's what I found out very quickly. And I think pretty much every workplace gossips because I think that a lot of humanity, I forget where I heard it. There was something I watched one time that was talking or maybe I read it, but whatever. Uh that I, I came into contact with, I came across this information that part of the reason that society developed along the lines that it did is that gossip became a thing, right? And because it is so stimulating to the brain and that it's this weird social thing where you are sharing facts that have value but only to yourself and the people that you're talking about, mm-hmm. that it encourages conversation and that stimulates the brain and so the brain being stimulated grows bigger, right? Uh, I mean, over time through evolution, of course, not right. like, you know, single, in the moment, like galaxy brain, my brain is getting so big right now. You have no idea. Right. Um, and so, you know, workplace is gossip, too. But it's one of those where you very quickly find out that there are plenty of people in the building that don't have enough to do mm. and will sit there and be focal points for this gossip. Yeah. And so once you find that the news has reached that person you can be assured that the news has reached the rest of everyone. Mm. And it was really this horrible thing where it got to the point that I didn't feel comfortable telling anyone anything, not because I didn't trust that individual, but because that circle of trust changes person to person and who they're willing to tell. Right. And that chain, right, goes on to a point that eventually it gets to the person that's just going to tell everyone within earshot. Mm. Um and so the the office politics and, oh, I don't like the way that he's been speaking to me. And I don't like this thing that she said. And it's just fucking exhausting. I'm like, how do all of you not have enough to do? Because, like, I could very well fill my day and work incredibly hard, right? 
Uh, I'm not saying that I did. I'm not going to sit here and claim that I worked my ass off every day because especially towards the end of it, I didn't care. And I didn't want to be the guy that knew he was going part-time and didn't care. But um, I think that at least like the last week, there was definitely that very laissez-faire attitude of just kind of phoning it in. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah. Two years, man. That's that's fucking crazy. That is crazy. But um, I don't know. Like, I, I feel... Because we didn't talk a whole lot about ourselves. I mean, we have the first pa- part of this podcast that is about ourselves and our weeks and wacky things that happen to us. Um, but I don't feel like you know, listening to that in retrospect, which we did do. We went back through some of the old podcast and kind of listened to it to kind of get reignited our passion, reignited our passion. That's some (laughs) Instagram influencer bullshit right there. Grade a, how do you know I'm not an influencer? Uh, I've seen your Instagram follower count. You're not an influencer. (laughs) What if I have a secret Instagram? A Finsta? No. Isn't that what that I is? I mean, fake is, Insta. But isn't a, a secret Instagram is a Finsta, right? Uh, it, there, there are things that a Finsta is for. Okay. Like posting. Like crime. Uh, Yeah. 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 Crime and <laughs> like just your shit thoughts. Shit thoughts. You're like, damn, I'm depressed today, LOL. And it's like some blurry ass picture or like a deep fried meme. That's Finsta. I see. I wouldn't call a secret influencer account a Finsta. That's just your secret influencer account. So this conversation has made me feel old and it's reminded me that going back to a college campus after you have not been there for a minute, and especially now that I am 24, you know, you get the positive outlook and you look back and, oh, 18 wasn't that long ago. No, 18 was forever ago. Mm -hmm. Those are children that require supervision and juice boxes. They should not be allowed to be taking out hundreds of thousands of dollars in loans. And most of them look young, but like still adultish. But there are some that look like they're 12 years old. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Um, No, it's kind of incredible because it's just, I mean, I've always been bad with looking at people and being able to decipher age. But they could be anywhere from like. Like you're saying, like 12, like there's definitely kids on campus that I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's a 12 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, or you have the guy in your class that's like, you know, 40. Literally. Which shout out to that guy because that must suck. But also every one of those guys that I have come across specifically in my classes fucking sucks. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say so many of them that I've encountered no, have been great yeah, students. You, you find Well, they might be good students, but like the ones in my classes are always like weird and confrontational with yeah. the professor. But like during class, like oh, I'm yeah. not going to go to office hours and talk shit to you mm-hmm. or, you know, discuss what I think is wrong. I'm going to sit here and hash it out for the next five minutes and all of you are going to sit here and watch. Yep. yep. Uh, and so there's a lot of those guys happening, which is not great. Not great. Um, but I am at a point now where I will say something like I will also raise my hand and get involved Oh shit! and be like, I think we need to move along with the lecture. Like I haven't done exactly that, you know, offensive, not offensive, not that forward. Yeah, yeah. Not that confrontational. Um, but I definitely have raised my hand and like tried to say something to get us to move along, mm-hmm. you know, or, or just way off topic at a left field, raise my hand and like ask a question about the slide that's up Yeah, just to derail their bullshit. Yeah. Derail the bullshit. Which maybe makes all the rest of the class uncomfortable, but I, I, Worth de- it. my work 
for a year was dealing with assholes like you. Mm-hmm. I came here to sit in a room full of people that were not that. Literally. Because we're all, that's fascinating too, is going back to a place where you have a room full of people that are educated to a certain degree and for the most part act like it. Totally. Whereas, and there's nothing wrong with not getting a college education, but there is something to be said for the room full of people that have paid to be there and have to get something of their money back. Especially when you get upper division classes, because mm-hmm. those are the people that generally really care about what they're doing. Right. This isn't, you know, business 103. Oh, my God. Which or... I love that I've just decided that business is its own class. <laughs> well, business <laughs> yeah, majors, exactly. not well, to offend any business majors, but God damn, am oh, I scared of I you. I want to get involved with the frat boys so badly. No. Like, I want to be the no. old friend that's like hanging out. <laughs> like, I get my little suit on Mondays like and that, walk around. Have you seen that episode of Bob's Burgers where he does that? No. He like goes to a frat house and is just their old friend. I love it. I'm I'm here for it. I mean, it's hilarious because it's Bob's Burgers. I want a video of me on a table crushing a beer can on my head <laughs> and like shouting at people about being a pledge or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't want to actually be in the frat. I just want to be around. Yeah. Like, I want to be a camp follower of the frat, you know? <laughs> just to call an agent of chaos, if yeah, you will. Yeah. An element. An element. Yes. yes. Vermin actual, if you will. <laughs> Little gremlin man, rat, if you will. Rat 2-3. <laughs> Yeah, um, but anyway, so we've so successfully our... filled 25 minutes uh, worth of bullshit of two years of being gone from the podcast. Right. Uh, what's up with all of you guys? I know you can't respond. <laughs> I've actually been thinking that it'd be a really fascinating thing to try and stream this. Ooh. Right? So even if it's just still audio, because I don't know how you feel about like showing your face to the world. Um, I, I get hesitant about that because we've done this and there are people who know us only by our voices. Every time I have known someone only by their voice, like through social media, like YouTube and Twitch and things like this, and then seen their face, I have only ever been disappointed. Same. <laughs> like every time I'm like, well, that's not what they look like. Right. Though. That's not what they look like. Yeah. And it, it's fake. And, yeah. and also part of me is thinking that I would like to get into vet school. Mm-hmm. And not that we've said anything like. I don't know. There's some of the stuff that I listen to on the old podcast where I'm like, I I'm not going to be a politician. Like, I knew that already, but, like, this is free. This is, I get famous and somebody digs some shit Yeah, and then you just get insta-canceled for, not that we've said anything, like, crazy. Right. Like, you don't go back and there's some crazy, like, racist, homophobic comment or anything. But I'm like, that's not a thing that I would like everyone to hear. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was a little spicy sometimes. Yeah. I. Yep, me too. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. But, I mean, there's only better to be, and I think that the majority of people can understand that you know, the what I've heard a lot of people that do social media stuff frequently talk about is if you just put a microphone or a camera on anyone long enough, they're going to say or do mm-hmm. or just have a look on their face that is some shit. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that the people out there that are reasonable people will understand that that's, you know, there are bad takes, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway... All right, Nick, would you like to introduce the topic? Well, do you just want to keep going? Because in the past, what we've done is take a break. What? We used to take breaks halfway through the podcast. I literally don't remember that. You know, they say that memory is the first thing to go. (laughs) (laughs) Looking forward to it. And if it's going at our age, we don't got a lot long left. No, true. That's a A short life. A lot long left. Yeah. 
the the brightest candles burn short. <laughs> you know. I got uh, a candle recently. I am a new candle we're owner. We're just going to keep going That's on fine. bullshit. We're, we're, not, we're not even at half an hour yet. We usually take like 15 minutes at the beginning. I don't feel like that's true. That's literally true. They're always an hour and I feel like the first half hour is us talking about bullshit. No, that's not true. Well, you know what? Usually there's only a week between the podcasts and this has been two years. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we can do an extended episode. Okay. You know? I guess. Why do you you disagree? You got somewhere to be? No. You're hot to trot on a a Saturday (laughs) night? (laughs) Yeah. Hot to trot. That's exactly what I am at all also, hours. Also, I should not have drank a soda before this because I keep now having to like lean away and you're burping. burp. I used to think birds would explode if they got Alka-Seltzer. What, do they not? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just at some point decided that that was not a real thing? There's, have you seen that horrible video of that seagull on YouTube that's exploding but it's fake? No. Oh, so I thought it was real. Lainey got fake news into I, <laughs> believing that seagulls explode. Yeah, there's like somebody like feeds a seagull something and it explodes like in Shrek when Fiona yeah, sings yeah, like and that bird the, explodes. On the tree branch. And, it, mm-hmm. and all, only its feet are left on the branch. Yeah, yeah. That basically was a video that I saw that somebody edited mm-hmm. and I was fully convinced it was real <laughs> because it like drank soda or something yeah yeah and and that's how gullible i am and you need to know that if you're going to understand fact who i check. am fact check <laughs> please seagull. please fact check here's here's your return to the podcast title fact check your exploding seagull <laughs> that's it right there that is episode 29 <laughs> baby golden yeah gold standard uh but i i will talk about my candle ownership before we get into the meat oh. of this podcast um i was gifted a candle recently which is not a thing that i have ever been gifted in my life hmm. uh mostly because i don't show interest in candles because i felt like i didn't care uh it's like i don't know what a regular sized candle is but it's like that one right there not a three wick but it's like a good sturdy like okay. comes in a jar type of thing yeah yeah uh, I have had it for two weeks and have burned through half of it already mm-hmm. uh, because lighting candles is so fucking awesome. So fun. So fun. Like, it, like, there's the scent, right? But there's also something to be said for just having, like, the little flame there. People don't understand that candles are about flame. Mm. You know? like you No, know, that's what I didn't understand. Right. Yeah. Like, everyone thinks that it's all about the smell. And right. you know what? I bet some people well, that, do I mean, think it's all about the smell. That's why smell. they have the, not the vapor. I mean, I guess vaporizers too. But the senses. Yeah. Well, the oh, what? The, the wax put, melters? Yeah. You put yeah. like the cube on it and it melts and it releases mm-hmm. the scent or whatever. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So there is a subset that is addicted to the scent of it. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that a lot of people, I agree. For me, it's definitely about having that little tiny dancing mm-hmm. flame. Don't get me wrong. I do enjoy a, you know, smell every once in a while. <laughs> Things that I don't want to hear ever again for 300, Alex. Oh, Rip. he fucking died in the last two years. Holy shit. I don't shit. need to laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lady is literally crying <laughs> laughing at the death of Alex Trebek when we should be crying and laughing at the death of the queen. Yeah, fuck Fucking her. come out, ye black and tans, baby. 
Oh my god. There is no North Ireland. There's only Ireland. Did you see that meme that was like, we should stuff her and put her in like an Egyptian museum for... Yeah, yeah, they know? take her back. No, yeah. I saw the ones that was like, no, while they're all mourning, run into the British Museum and take all your shit back. Mm-hmm. Storm it. Don't. Agreed. This is this is in Minecraft, you know, that's fake. Not <laughs> not in real life. Don't storm the fucking British Museum. This is in Minecraft. This, Keep so, in mind, we live in a Minecraft universe. Do we? Is that what the Soghouse is? Is like wet wool? Yes. Is that how it started? Yes. Was the first episode about Minecraft? Yes, because I made a rainbow wool castle house in, the in the sky. Ocean. Sky. No. Okay. In the sky, and I trapped a bunch of villagers in then it. Then why was it wet if it was in the sky? Because we were talking about if it was real, it would collect oh, a lot of moisture. Oh, all the condensation. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I have a friend. Simply remember this conversation you had two and a half years ago. Right. I have a friend who played on a public Minecraft server, and I don't know how Minecraft works, so I apologize. Okay. But basically, uh, this person and their friends built a giant prison mm-hmm. and <laughs> shut villagers into little cells and... S- like somehow got more resources or something out yeah. of it and you know some people came in and like destroyed it and let all the villagers yeah, loose based. so <laughs> freeing ba- villagers based prison destruction yeah so i just uh, enjoyed that you know what that is what 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 that specific action is what that's some serial killer mentality mm and that brings us to the topic of this week. Because now we're 33 minutes in, right? Like, I, it was cute when it was like it was 30 cute. or like 28. But now it's 33 and I'm looking at the number go up and I'm like, oh, we need to fucking yeah, have content. To. That's not us bullshitting. Yeah. Um, so the hypothetical for this week is what if you found out that one of your family members was a serial killer? Uh, and there's a couple of different ways that we can approach this. Is it... You find out before they are caught? Is it finding out after they are caught, right? And then looking at it all in retrospect? I think the more fascinating conversation is finding out before they are caught, right? Mm. So you somehow come upon the information. uh, Let's say that they don't know that you have this information, right? Uh, Yeah, because otherwise I would just say you'd get murdered. I mean, I guess it depends who the family member. And so, well, do do you think it depends on the family member or the variety of serial killer that they are? Right, because what if you find out? So let's pick a relatable figure, right? So let's say like whatever your uh, maternal figure is, because there's people that are listening to this that might not have both parents or whatever, Mm -hmm. or whatever the situation is, right? So let's say, um, or even just your guardian, Mm -hmm. right? You find out that your guardian is a serial killer, right? And without any other context, you don't know what variety of serial killer. You don't know how frequent. Right, because technically a serial killer can take place. I mean, one murder and then ten years and then another murder. Is that not still a so? Serial David killer? Berkowitz, who is the BTK killer, took an extremely long hiatus, years hiatus, um, he took a, he took a of vacation, his own volition. Man. Yeah, he took a know? vacation. You can't blame a guy. It's hard work, <laughs> okay. you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. What he was doing was was hard work. Mm-hmm. Is that <laughs> is that a? I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to be a euphemism. I, well, no, I don't think that it's a euphemism because I don't know what variety he was. Oh, so like BTK if, stands for bind, torture, kill. Yeah, no, I I rescind the comment about hard work that was in poor taste. <laughs> that, yeah, maybe a little. A little bit. Okay, I want to postulate that okay. a 
only certain types of serial killers can successfully create families because there mm. are those that are extremely mentally ill to the point where they yeah it's like a sub-functional person mm-hmm. like they yeah. barely they can't keep their own shit together mm-hmm. jeffrey dahmer for example was so mentally ill because he didn't enjoy the kill it was he wanted a body he wanted a dead body sure so uh he was constant he was an alcoholic and he was constantly yeah. drunk and so, doing all this stuff and lived sort of a miserable life which was not conducive of course to having a family and not to mention that he was a gay man in the you're 70s the, you're the resident serial killer expert and i'm realizing mm. this only now that we've brought the topic up yeah um i'm gonna say a lot of ignorant shit because <laughs> i don't know because mm-hmm. generally and as a topic uh serial killers are not fascinating to me i think that wow well the psychology right because i think that's what a lot of people get hung up on is the psychology of a serial killer and how do you as a person get to this point that you are committing these crimes Mm -hmm. right um and so that part of it doesn't interest me but like i think the maybe the legality of the situation right or like how do you live a life in general and also be a serial killer Mm -hmm. um it is more, more like the logistics, I guess, is the interesting, like, how do you not get caught type of thing. Right. Um, so I'll start my ignorance. Jeffrey Dahmer is the one that ate people, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and necrophilia. So he mm. basically wanted to... This is a graphic episode, by the way. Well, if, I mean, if I'm going to go in this direction. I, well, I mean, so you said you were going to postulate that they are the type of serial killer that had a family. Mm-hmm. Right. So John Wayne Gacy, David... The clown. Clown. Okay. Yeah. Uh, David Berkowitz. Um, who else? I don't I, know. T- mildly Ted Bundy. Not really. Like he had a long-term girlfriend and she had a daughter, but y- he wasn't around them all the time. Mm, and mm. especially when he was devolving at the end. Yeah, was it not... wasn't like a proper nuclear family. Exactly. It was. Whereas... He just kind of was a orbiting body. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Or um, the Golden State Killer had a legit family. Um, his doctor his daughter is a doctor also. So like, I, I see the like part of your brain though, that is a serial killer. And then I see the part that's a doctor and they're really not that far apart. No. So that makes a lot of sense. A lot to me, of actually. people that are involved in medicine, I think are true crime fans. Like sure. when I started working where I do at the vet, mm-hmm. I, almost all of those girls are like, yeah, mm. true crime. Interesting. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, but yeah, so, you know, you have to, there are different kinds, essentially. Right. Okay. So the variety of killer that is the one that has a family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or at least has these close personal relationships that, um, you know, you could be around this guardian figure consistently and not expect it of them or not mm-hmm. not see these uh, flags, these warning signs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you come across, let's say like a writing, like a journal of some mm, variety, right? Because yeah. if it's pictures and stuff, that implies that there is a lot more graphic nature to it. Yeah. Whereas a writing, like an admission of, you know, I killed again or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? So let's say that you come across a writing, some semblance of journal, or maybe it's just a regular journal, and it is a regular journal, but you come across an entry that like, you know, I did it again, mm-hmm. I had to hide the body, whatever, right? Which 
Already, bad play as a serial killer. Yeah, don't, don't write, write down evidence, your thoughts. You know, or yeah. like take pictures. There should be no. There anything. have been serial killers who have kept notes and things like that. Oh, yeah, and, well, and that's always what happens in the shows and stuff is they get caught because they have the shoebox full of pictures. And I'm like, what kind right. of stupid bullshit, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, so you come across this information. What is your first move after finding this out? Do you um, go straight police? Because that's probably I, what you should do, right? Right. So, okay. Depends on, like, on who it is. Okay. Uh, because if so it is... Let's say our mother, for the sake of the conversation. Interesting that you go female. Well, I just, just think it's just less common. Typical. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I go to... I think I go to dad first. Yeah, and be like, yo, are you aware that mom's murdering mm-hmm. people? Mm-hmm. And he if, says, yeah, what about it? You're it like, right. Because I am at the stage of life where I am technically an adult, but yeah. have not had a lot of life experience sure. and often need guidance through things. Understandably. So yeah, I would probably need some guidance. So I can respect that. And if I'm going to throw my mother under the bus for being a killer, I need to know that it's accurate. Yeah. You know? Because, like, because, you know, if it's vague enough to say I killed them and hid the body or whatever it is, that could be a person, yeah. Uh, it could also be, like, a feral cat. Right. Right. Uh, which is still fucked up and weird, but it's not uh, a crime? But it, but, question mark? Do feral cats count as, like, vermin? Vermits? Uh, I don't know. I, but it's not, uh, it's but, not a murder. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's that, those are things that, yeah, you're right, are fucked up and weird, but yeah. we, we can live with that. Yeah. Just I'm sweep gonna it under some, the rug. I'm, I'm going to have some questions. Encourage some, some hard, therapy. Hard conversations. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's, you're not, you know, destroying the relationship. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if if I go to dad and I say, yo, this girl, she's killing yeah. people. And he's like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, then we're going to the police. I am not, there will be almost no circumstances in which I directly go to this person and say, what the fuck is this? You, you a killer or what? Because I'm not trying to get killed. I mean, I have a gun. Uh, yeah. In this situation, if I was going to make that confrontation, I would have a gun. Right. I would get but more I, witnesses. Well, yeah, you get more witnesses or whatever it is. I think there is something to be said for trying to find out more. Because mm-hmm. in my own fucked up head, if I find out that mom is like a, you know, a what's the fucking the show? Whether he's a serial killer, Dexter. Mom, oh, yeah. mom, if I find out that mom's a Dexter, maybe I'll I leave might it. let that one slide. Maybe leave it, but like keep an eye on it, right? You know, yeah. Like I support Dexter, but I, then I, doesn't he kill people that are not serial killers? I'm talking um, specifically about killing only other serial killers. Um, it's like having a spider in he, your house. He has, you know? he has some slip ups, but it's not like. Mm, I, I can't remember very okay. well. I, I can't remember enough, but... Uh, I'm saying in the overarching sense that he is a serial killer of serial killers, right? Right, right. Um, because if it is strictly that, and I can get any type of confirmation, and, and like 100% confirmation that that is the case... Because if you kill one killer, there's the same amount of killers, but if you kill two killers, yeah, there's ba- one less. Batman's fucking dumb. <laughs> like, that's some dumb bullshit. He be letting Joker escape. Dude, just kill him. Just kill him. Just literally just batarang him. him in, like, the eyes. And and who... Or even, like, blind him. Like, you don't have to right. kill him, you and, know? And that fucked up corrupt police department, it's not gonna yeah. do shit. Yeah. Also, you're Batman. Also, you're Batman. And Bruce Wayne. Pay him off. Pay off the entire police department? Uh, I don't know. 
maybe just you just said they the were corrupt. They're just going to spend it on like coke. As long as you don't get turned in. Uh, <laughs> in Batman. In Batman. Not in, Batman. in real life. In Minecraft. We're not talking in about Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft. We're still talking about Minecraft. Okay. I. Yeah. None of this is real. No. Um. Yeah. So again, I think it. I would try to seek out more information or flip through the rest of the journal, see if there was mention of like, because serial killers have habits, right? Mm-hmm. So if there was a particular area where they went to dispose of bodies, yeah, dump bodies, I would take a, a Saturday grab a lunchbox and a shovel and go looking, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, is there an amount of time? Like, I, I am not a legal professional by any stretch. You could probably tell that by the everything about me. <laughs> um, is there an amount of time that you know about this and don't report it that you are an accessory to the crime? I believe so. I, Do you know what that amount of time is? Absolutely not. Good. And And I don't know if it's solely knowing about it. Okay. I think that in some way you have to cover I or or purposely omit information to the police because then you're an obstruction of justice. Right. So if you have all of this information and continue to gain information and then go to the police and are completely honest, mm-hmm. are you then not an accomplice? Right. Because you didn't yeah, help the crime. Yeah, I don't. You didn't cover up the crime. Because it's like sleuthing almost. You like Because there are people who are mm. internet sleuths or PIs or yeah, that they, kind of thing. Yeah, they go investigate cryptids mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and it's probably a little different if you are in relation to this per- person. I'm going to say you would want to go with a lawyer. Like to the crime scene? No, like if you oh, gather police, all this information. Bring my lawyer and all of the evidence that I have. And you say... Hi, lawyer, I would like to turn in my XYZ as a serial killer, but I want to make sure that I don't get... Attorney-client privilege is fucking crazy Mm -hmm. because I pay you a dollar. I have now paid you for your legal counsel, right? Anything that I say, unless I am a danger to myself or others, just like a therapist, you cannot go tell people. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that's that's fucking wild. But, yeah, so I, I would go looking for more evidence to try and figure out exactly what the situation was. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not go straight to the police like I probably should. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, me too. Because uh, there's that selfish part of you that this it's is somebody like, that yeah, you care it's, about. Yeah, it's part of my family. It's a very mm-hmm. close person in my life. Like, I don't want to immediately throw them under the bus. But I think the greater part of it is I don't want to believe that they are the person that is capable of something right. like this. Especially if it's to the degree of... Like you're saying, the bind, torture, kill, mm-hmm. right? Or or something that graphic. If they're just, like, it's horrible to say, but you start drawing lines of, like, if they just go kill a person and it's a knife to the neck or whatever it is, right? That's a lot different than knock them out, drag them home, and, like, pick at them. Right, you know? like electrical burn or, like, Ugh. slice them or nip yeah, them and, yeah. and you get off on that, then... Right. I am readily turning that. I mean, not that I wouldn't if they just like shot someone in the head or that was their MO. Yeah. You know, but like you're right that there is a, a much more urgent level if they are doing that sort of torturous Right. Stuff. You find the, I mean, not that this is feasible, at least in, in the place that we live, but you find the, the concrete room with the metal chair and the blood on the ground, you know, right. mm-hmm. and the car battery in the corner. Literally, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like, those are those are very different things, at right. least in my mind. Well, you want to talk about never being a politician, this is the fucking episode for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shooting people's not that bad, <laughs> you know? That would play on so many smear campaigns, yeah. you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, so a lot of... 
serial killer families who it's been revealed, hey, your dad just got arrested for being a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those people have claimed to have no inkling. And I think that a lot of people are like, you knew, you knew. But that's not true. Like, if there are certain... And in some cases, yes, I agree. Like, John Wayne Gacy's wife, like, he had the garage to mm-hmm. himself. He was putting bodies under, in the floor of the garage, yeah. and it, like, reeked in there. Well, sure. She never went in there. Yeah. There was shady shit happening all the time. Yeah. And well, denial is just so strong. And that's what I think it is. It's not that they didn't know, you know, I mean, they might not have known consciously, right? Because um, at the point that you know consciously, like you have irrefutable evidence, then there's definitely, you know, some level of weight on your shoulders. But mm-hmm. I think that for a lot of those people, they do know subconsciously for a long time. But like you're saying, that denial is just forcing them to omit that information. Well, and also part of it is they might not know it's serial killer. What if they just think it's cheating or some weird sex right. thing and that they, they do? They don't want to go be a part of that or they don't want to involve themselves Mm -hmm. or admit that part of it Mm -hmm. um and that you know kind of self-developed cover story Mm -hmm. is enough to keep them blind to what actually is happening exactly yep exactly so yeah uh you find out how bad it is so let's you know divert down the two paths here you find out that it is a serial killer of serial killers right what is your next move Hmm. That's so interesting because in that case, I think I would have a conversation with them, but I would get someone to to be there because. So, but because I think there's pressure if you're like, hey, me and Nick are both sitting down here and it's like, hey, we know you're a serial killer, but we're kind of cool with it. Right. Whereas (sighs) if you have that conversation individually but have another person close by right like out of sight or something so you have that kind of weight of backup in case things go really wrong and they are crazy and try to you know murder you by extension or whatever it is but you can they can feel like you're the only person who knows you're the only point of contact outside of that right Mm -hmm. even though that is assuredly inherently more dangerous right yeah yeah um the other thing too is you know dexter's a show obviously and there are things that happen in that show that cannot happen in real life right. C- certain things that are like that would never happen so so and so would figure out blah 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 and he was a forensic analyst mm-hmm. um which aided a lot in his ability to get away with the crime right. um and so i think uh i don't want to say i'm gonna turn him in but i think i would even if it was a serial killer or serial killer because i don't there's not enough serial killers i don't think yeah well yeah you gotta wonder like if they get to the point that they run out of what would be their standard prey right right do they still have that compulsion to switch over to someone who is not the original type of target right mm-hmm. um you know if we're talking about it in the context that is boiled down to a predator right if a predator runs out of its given prey in many situations, it will switch to something else because it right. still needs to fulfill that requirement. Exactly. Well, and and if you build up this violent urge for so long, yeah. regardless of who it's towards, you know, I, I agree. I think that you have to keep going regardless of, of the the victim. Yeah. You know, and um, 
the other thing too is that uh there there are some people that i think should not be allowed to live in this world freely in terms of like their crimes you know for example child porn people like that's just not something that there is a degree of crime that is so beyond any you know any thought of like helping this person Mm -hmm. that you are so far gone right um i thought you were gonna go i thought when you say free i was thinking that you were gonna go full like benevolent dictator and like they go in the pit Right. You know, like it's just (laughs) gunshot to the back of the head Mm -hmm. against a wall with a cigarette in their mouth, you know. But at the same time, the way that our legal system works, I think that, um, you know, if you end up just killing the bad guy, sometimes the rest of the operation is able to continue. Because if you are secretly killing a a ringleader or something, what if another guy's just going to step up? Oh, so you're saying... In a context where they are not the only actor, yeah. So, so there, this is a group of serial killers now, right? Or, or like Dexter would kill like you know serial molesters sure, and stuff sure, like that, sure. or a leader of a drug ring. Yeah, you that go sort of thing. instead of being which are often of, serial killers, right? Right. But instead of being a serial killer of serial killers, it is you're now doing like a Punisher, where mm-hmm. it's you know you commit crimes of a grave nature, right? And that's kind of a blanket statement where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a white supremacist who commits hate crimes, or you're mm-hmm. a serial killer. You are a you know pedophile of some degree, mm-hmm. right? Um, whatever it is right. um that does get more fascinating uh you know in the scope of it right mm-hmm. because yeah you might not be the only actor in that situation right and and is it going to help their victims if you kill one person and another person just steps up does anybody really right. get right justice out of that right because that's like that's the whole thing is is uh, i would be the point of Dexter is like he saves people, certain people, and it prevents horrible, mm-hmm. horrific crimes from happening by committing horrific mm-hmm. crimes. But if there is no one really being saved, then you're, you know, then what's the point? Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so we've explored they are some type of benevolent serial killer. And I think that's, you know, not a fantasy per se, but that's the part of this that we want to talk about. Right. Let's talk about the other side of it, that they are a serial killer, a, a bog standard, I kill people and hide the bodies. Um, we don't need to get into the depths of what a profile is for this particular individual <laughs> yeah. or anything like that, but they are killing people. Let's leave the, you know, BTK type stuff out of it. Um, but they are going and killing, you know, what would be innocent people and then disposing of the body. Is it just straight to the police? Yeah. I mean, if, if again, I would investigate a little bit. Well, and that's where I think, because you can't, I don't know, like the legal system is flawed. Like every system is flawed. I mean, they're humans are flawed. And so the, the organizations that we construct are inherently flawed because right. they are made by us. I would investigate long enough to get some hard, you are going to forever prison and maybe to death row evidence. Um, I don't know. Like, I've never had to do it. Thank God, you know, come across the situation in which you 
get something so grave that you have to cut someone out of your life, yeah. right? Yep. I don't think I'd have a problem with it. No, me neither. The, the cutting off. I would definitely have the emotional scarring of having had to do it. Mm-hmm. But there is a degree, and this is that degree, of you know crime or action or whatever you want to call it, that it gets to this point and... No, yeah, I don't need to be around you. I want you to go down. Yeah, you know? there, there is, I think you and I are both similar in that our emotions run high. Yeah. And yeah. that means that if you are somebody so close to me and I found out you are doing terrible shit, I am so betrayed that I am past the point of giving a fuck about what happens to you. Yeah. You know, like you deserve all. All that's coming to you, no matter how long we've known each other, you know, how close we've been. Well, in this situation, our entire lives. I mean, the woman that raised us, right? Right, right. Um, Any of our family members, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. But I I still think that if it's estranged one degree, if it's an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, whatever it is, that is still easier, I think, than the nuclear family. Um, But I agree. I mean, any one of our family members that would get to that level of, you know, atrocity effectively, Mm -hmm. uh, that once they get to that point and I find out about it, yeah, no, there's no, like, I'm crying over that you're going to prison. Mm -hmm. I'm crying because I feel betrayed and ashamed Mm -hmm. that you were ever a part of my family. Yeah, exactly. Like, and there's this guilt of how did I not see it? Right. How could I have been so blind as to not be a part of stopping this earlier Mm -hmm. and and to be honest i would never trust anyone ever again oh no i mean the the damage that that has to do to you just mentally and emotionally Mm -hmm. i mean good luck ever having a close relationship again right because now you're looking at everyone you've ever known and going what don't i know about you right it's because if somebody that close to you is that way right it's it's over and so this links into one of our topics that we've discussed before i think um that is the i can read people's minds or the the Mm -hmm. absolute truth podcast right where i ask you this and you tell it to me and at the time i had said no i'm going to everyone i know and asking what you think of me that's what this is yeah is eliminating all shadow of a doubt that if you have my back you have my back and if you don't then you don't Right. Right. It's the same thing here, but that's the desire in that instance is eliminating that feeling. And obviously Mm -hmm. this is not so grave. Like I don't have weird, I mean, I guess I don't think that I have weird trust issues, right? (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, it's that fear, that, that gap, right, that exists that you can never really be sure. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So, so you're going down. Yeah, and hard and as fast as I have concrete damn proof. Like if mm-hmm. I go and, you know, read the journal and find that there is the graveyard, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to go and make sure. Right. Because if I get there and there's not shit and then there's no, all the evidence is admissible or whatever it might be. Um, I I don't want to be, but like you're saying, our emotions, like you and I specifically, because I, I feel like it's, true of a lot of our family, but that you and I really seem to be particular individuals for this, and I don't know why. We do run hot emotionally, and I think that if I went to the police and there was the trial and all of the evidence was dismissed and there's no proof that this is the case, I I might go crazy. Yeah. Like, I might Lock be like, here, up. well, I'm like, here's my fucking vigilante streak. 
right? <laughs> like, I'm going to fucking solve this problem. Right. Well, especially if it's irrefutable evidence. If you go mm-hmm. and you see a body, you see, maybe you even see them, like, with a body on, you know, doing what. Right. Here's the CCTV footage of them dragging what is assuredly a body you know, through the corner of a 7-Eleven parking lot or something, right? And something happens, that evidence gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. Or if there's a weird-ass legal technicality that right. gets the case dismissed, yeah. it, I'm done. Like, you don't well, get to... And here's the thing. Now you have a serial killer that you tried to make go down. Right. That is free. Right. And like, regardless, you have to fucking disappear. Mm-hmm. And regardless of their relationship to you, if you are that fucked up in that, your mind, mm-hmm. there is no safety anymore. Right. You know, you're done. There's, right. yeah. So. So in my mind, that is a, I don't know. Like, do you, because you could probably pretty easily, and we're and now we're just talking about committing crimes, right? <laughs> but we're like. You know, you could probably pretty easily be like, yeah, they came after me with a knife. And Mm -hmm. so I murdered them back, you know. Uh, Or, I mean, you take, because here's the thing. If it's to that degree, there's going to be a split in the family of who believes who, right? Because, oh, if the court didn't decide that, then it's not true. Whereas there's the other people, it's like, there's video footage. There's a journal full of all of this shit. Um, I don't feel like you can ever fully extricate yourself from that familial group you know Mm -hmm. that's a move across the country and start over by your fucking self yep and the other thing is denial is so strong too that if like you're saying if the court says no there are people who are gonna latch onto that and say nope in a legal sense free as a bird and um yeah no i would i would have to leave because i couldn't listen to that bullshit yeah um or yeah like you're saying, I just couldn't deal with it. I Oof. think that I literally would end up in a psych ward. I'm not even. Yeah. What it, so you you don't think that it's actionable for you to just get away and get out. Yeah. You think that it has to be a, you know, you just lose your mind and you're straight in the, in the padded room. Mm-hmm. I think like we've, I mean, emotionally, right. We've talked about, I'm, I am so easily like but so you get so thrown off you don't think that you could do anything like it wouldn't be a runaway or solve the problem yourself it'd just be like a total breakdown can't go anywhere can't do anything initially i think so oh. at, at least oh, initially sure. like, at least. you're walking out of that courthouse and it's the full like i can't walk because i am mm-hmm. so distressed yeah. right i would like if i full body sobbed when spoilers for for the newest spider-man movie if i full body sobbed when andrew garfield was able to save zendaya as mj right i would not survive this event if that's what it takes for me in the movie theater to be you know heaving in breaths and like racked racked with (laughs) sorrow then a crisis event like this would not go well no you know probably not so um i at least would need psychiatric treatment for a while well i think everyone would need it right it's just a matter of like i don't know how how quickly you as a person progress to the next step of whatever it because you have to move on right Right. Because you either you die or you move on. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, but it's how quick you get to that point because you you better recover fucking fast because they're assuredly coming you. after you. Mm-hmm. Well, but then if you end up dead, like, well, isn't there not the what's it called? Um, 
it's not like a, a double penalty. What is it? Double penalty? There's some term where it's like you can't be tried for the same thing twice. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it's called, but that's true. You God, can't. that's going to bug the shit out of me. A.K.A. So, OJ. Right. And so he got, the only reason that he got put in prison or jail? Sure. I think prison. I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's in for like ever or whatever. Well, no, time. he's out. He's out now? He's He's been out. Oh. But he didn't go to you know. jail for like first degree murder because yeah. he that case was proved. You know he got um, acquitted. Acquitted, yeah, that's a um, word. It's a legal. So word. his uh, the woman's family sued him for wrongful death or something like that. Well, so that's the thing is you may get out of criminal court, but then civil, right, civil court, court is an entirely separate. They can get exactly. after you for whatever and have a whole right trial. because they don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt is is criminal court, but right. civil court is you do not have it's way less. the The standard of proof is way less, so right. you can get indicted a lot easier. That well, it's way. like okay, so you go through the criminal court and they are like, no, she's not a serial killer or whatever, and you're like, okay, we're going to civil court and you're gonna pay me for fucking damages. Yeah, emotional. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The time that I spent having to come to the courthouse because we thought you were a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm getting paid <laughs> for that shit. I am getting yeah, paid. Get my fucking fat stack. Disappear to the other side of the country. This is definitely like ruining the master plan here. But okay, so they get through the criminal court and are acquitted. Do you go for the civil court and like sit in a penthouse with a shotgun pointed at the door until the trial's over? Or do you disappear? I got to try for, for civil. Yeah. Because at that point, it's not about just me. Yeah, it's justice for everyone that was killed and stuff right, like and that. Right, and could be sure. potentially sure. killed in the future. Okay. You know, and um, so you, I gotta try for, for the civil first. Yeah. And hopefully I have a good enough lawyer. Sure. You know, and um, maybe I'll fuck the internet up a little bit and be like, hey, yo, here's the reasons why my mom's a serial killer. And yeah, then <laughs> you go to the public. We cancel mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so this is for no one. This is not for the audio listeners. But you know that one lawyer in town. Yeah, that's who I'm fucking hiring. No, you cannot. <laughs> He's got me. No, He's got me all the way. Oh my god, I'm gonna be on a billboard and everything. A trashy ass <laughs> lawyer. You know, no, I. So as much as trashy bugs me. I am a firm believer that there is just a small level of trashy that adds to existence. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a tastefully trashy ass tattoo. <laughs> mint. Absolutely <laughs> mint. mint. Um, okay. Uh, to kind of end this, because we're getting, we're really running up the timer here. Oh, we are. Um, I, th- I mean, we're right on track-ish. Um, but as we get out of what is, I mean, like, I don't think this whole particular episode is going to be a downer. For anybody, or at least I hope that it's not. Yeah, right? God, I hope not. Um, however, uh, I do want to kind of pull back a little bit and like go not maybe to a high note, but just a little bit lighter conversation. Uh, you have to flee your current home state. Uh, it's because they are now free to try and murder you. So you have to disappear. Where, where are you disappearing to? Where, where's your hideaway, runaway, start a new life type thing? You're going to love this. Am okay, I? are you ready? I'm ready. Scotland, cow farm, boom. Uh, a cattle farm in Scotland. Well, so first of all, I think sheep is more or, or prevalent. Island? But some variety of farm animal in Scotland. 
Or Ireland? Is your, I mean, you can do either. Those are both places that exist. Why do you ask it like well, it's a question? Well, I, I just didn't know if one was more uh, notable. I'm pretty sure it's sheep either way. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are sheep. cows there, but I think or sheep Or like is Highland around. cows, man. Oh, yeah. With the, with with the, the long shaggy hair, hair mm-hmm. and the big horns. I don't the, need yeah. human contact. And these are my friends now. I feel, Well, I mean, you're already mentally broken. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go be friends with sheep. Yeah. Or cows mm-hmm. or whatever. Be friends with both of them. Um, I'll get ducks. <laughs> I really would like some ducks. So Scotland Highlands. I don't feel like that's a bad place. I feel like the um, pseudo or somewhat alcoholic nature of Ireland is probably not going to be good for my emotional damage. Because it'd be like, ah, damage. drown it in a pint, my boy. Right. And I'm like, and I, I will. And I will. Well, I don't know. Have you ever tried fucking Guinness? Uh, no. You should. So you can understand that it's not great. Yeah, yeah. What, like, thick liquid. Like, it is not quite syrupy. No. But it's, like, along those lines. Like, it's a hearty soup that's a beer. Ew. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, I also might pick, don't be wrong, I am proud of the Scotland-Ireland pick. Um, I still might pick, like, a Scotland-Ireland, but between the, the culture of drinking... The weather of like it's just rainy and bullshit all of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might go maybe like a Spain. Interesting, you know, similar because I think the play is to switch countries because yeah. they're they're gonna have a harder time getting to you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like a Spain. Um, I, I I was gonna say France. I have no desire to go to France. No, me neither. For, for an maybe, maybe the south of France because it's more wine country. Is that um, a thing? Wine country. I don't know. I was just gonna say more rural. So it's, is, it is it's, more, it's rural, more about the, the the environment. I want to visit France. I don't want to live there. No, uh, no partially neither. because what's going on there. Uh, second, the French. Mm-hmm. I I heard they hate Americans. I don't know if it's true. I don't. Yeah, I've never I've never met a French now. person. I've never, I thought. I really thought you were going to come at me with, I've never met a French person that I liked. Oh, my God. I really thought you were going to go for the no. deep cut. I was like, yo, fuck. Yo, damn. Yeah. No, I don't. I've just never met a French person. I have met two French people. You know what? Neither of which I knew well. Oh. One was a customer at the store that I work at. She was very upset. Uh, she believed oh. that the airsoft guns and things that were in plastic, like clamshell packaging, mm-hmm. were actual firearms that uh, you could buy for like thirty dollars. See why that would upset you? But it wasn't like she was like angry or like crying. Like she was just throwing her hands in the air and like going off in French. Um, and you're like, like, I don't know what you're saying. Well, and she's talking to her host family or whatever it is, and they're like laughing at her because huh? not like at her, but like, hey, you're like, it's all right. That's not yeah. what you think it is, type thing. But then you know. 50 feet to the left, there's just a I, 3,000 square foot area of firearms. Right, right. <laughs> you know. So. Poor, um, poor the French. Poor the French. They've been through so much. Well, to be large, you know, they have been through a lot. That's true. There was the whole Nazi invasion. That wasn't great. Um, much of history before the World Wars. I mean, there's all the War of the Three Roses. That was pretty much English. There's a lot of the French suffering that was caused by the French. <laughs> you know, they, they really love to revolt <laughs> against themselves. Viva la revolution! Every 200 years, you kind of have to just, you know, storm the Bastille. Just rip apart a couple of nobles and call it good. Right, guillotine some people. Yeah, you yeah, got to get yeah. it out of your system, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this took a weird turn. <laughs> this did take a weird turn. Yeah. Or you know what? I I would like to go to Greece. I think. Ooh. Ooh. I saw some Greece. Greece. <laughs> Greece. Grecian. Uh, houses recently, I think in like an ad on YouTube. And like there's something about the aesthetic of bright blue ocean in the background with like the stained white walls. Oh, yeah. That's just that super high contrast. Uh, Live that, that Mamma Mia life. Absolutely. I, I've i never watched Mamma Mia. You should. No, I shouldn't. I love it. One of the other podcasts I listened to, one of the men on it uh, recently watched Mamma Mia at the behest of his wife. Uh, and relayed to me the story of Mamma Mia. What the fuck is that? What kind of psychotic emotional damage is one of these three men is my father? Let me invite all of them to my wedding that is tomorrow. It, they're all her father in their hearts. That's horseshit. That's weird, emotionally damaging garbage. I mean, maybe. I don't know. There's there's not a Mamma Mia fan. Maybe I'll watch it one day. Eh. We'll watch it. All right. Well, I think so. that pretty much brings us to a close here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to lighten the mood and end up hating on the French and also Mamma <laughs> <Mama> Mia. Mia. <laughs> to be clear, I don't hate Mamma Mia. <laughs> to be clear, I probably hate Mamma Mia. I don't hate the French. I don't hate I the am French. Predispositioned to maybe not like them. Mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. But here we are. Agreed. Anyway, folks, thanks for joining us for our, again, I've said it like three times. Reinstatement, yeah, into like these people's schedules. Or I was going to say triumphant return again, but I've used that like four times. Really? I feel like I've never heard you say that. That, I've said it at least two other times on this podcast, like in this episode. Yeah, right now. Yeah. In this, yeah. Um, But uh, we're back. We're going to make this a weekly thing again. Uh, We We are happy to be back. We're happy to have you listening to us. And uh, hope that you're in it for the long run, because we absolutely are. Give me a high five. Yeah, great, that's a good, that's a good audio spike audio right there. High Fuck five. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, guys. Have a good rest of your week, and we will see you next. We haven't um, said when we're going to post these. I'm next Sunday. Sunday. Oh, Sunday we're posting these? Right. Okay, we're posting these on um, Sundays. Don't forget to email us if you have Oh, my any. God, yeah. yeah. don't forget. Um, if you have any inquiries about us, about serial killers, serial killers, you have thoughts honestly, on anything. what you would do to your serial killer guardian or mm-hmm. person that was close to you. Email us about anything. Send our e- your email to our email, which is hypothetical siblings at gmail.com. Once again, that's hypothetical siblings at gmail.com. H Y P O T H E T I C A L siblings at gmail.com. Thank you so much and have a good week. Have a good week, everybody.